thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love. Thank you for this evening. Thank you because all of us are going to be blessed. Father, be that be exalted in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. If you are in the church tonight, shake hands with five people. Quickly, 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 quickly. Let's do it well. You are blessed in the name of Jesus. Are you shaking hands very, very well with your neighbor? Okay, this month is a month of wonderful beginning, new beginning, beautiful beginning. Let me tell your neighbor, say you're having a wonderful beginning. No, say to your neighbor, I don't say say it out, say to somebody, you're having a wonderful beginning. You're having a beautiful beginning. The Lord will give you a new beginning in the mighty name of Jesus. When a, when a woman is about to give birth, he passes through some pains of childbirth. But after there is a joy, the sorrow and the pain will suddenly turn to joy. Whatever you are going through right now, it will turn to joy. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord will answer your prayer and heal you. And bless you in the name of Jesus. Don't be worried about the number of people that are in church. Don't be worried about what you can get yourself that will bless your soul. God does not move with multitude. God moves with you as an individual. You are important to God. And because you are important to God, God will bless you. And give you a new beginning. And let's do it because we are serious. We want to be blessed. Don't be distracted. Just make sure you focus on what I'm about to teach. And you are going to be blessed in Jesus' name. Grace for new beginning. How do we have a new beginning in our life? Matthew chapter 12, verse 35. Please, Multimedia, you are going to be fast tonight because it's going to be like a very serious study. Matthew chapter 5, verse 35. Matthew chapter 5, verse 25. Matthew chapter 12. Sorry, Matthew chapter 12, verse 35. Very quickly. Matthew chapter 12, quickly. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good things. An evil man, out of the evil treasure of his heart, brings forth evil things. If you are going to bring forth good things, your heart must be good. Your heart must be pure. You are a good man that God wants to bring forth good things. Most people are wondering why we are not having some good things, new things in our life. It's the state of our heart. If the state of the heart is corrupt, good things will not come. For you to bring forth good things, your heart must be good. What does it mean for your heart to be good? Your heart must be positive. Your heart must be plain. Your heart must be clean. Because when you are good, good things will come out of your life. And I pray beginning from tonight, good things will begin to come out of your life in Jesus' name. You are going to try as much as possible to be simple and plain. Don't be complicated. You are going to try as much as to your wife, to your children, to people around you. You are going to be simple and plain. Don't let church make you a complicated person. Be a simple person. The Bible says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Be a clean, simple person. And the Lord will help you in the name of Jesus. Okay, Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3, very quickly. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3 says, 
God has blessed us with everything that pertains to life as his divine power. He has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him. Everything that gives back to new things, they come through the knowledge of Christ. Everything that pertains to life, abundant life, abundant grace, beautiful cars, beautiful things, they come through the knowledge of him. Number one, the state of your heart. Number two, the knowledge of Christ that you are hearing. There are also the things that bring forth good things in your life. You want something to change in your life, you have to open your ears to the knowledge of Christ that give birth to good things. And I pray that your ear will not be blocked in the name of Jesus. Look at it again in Colossians chapter 1 verse 27. The Bible says, Christ in us is the hope of glory. There is Christ in you. So new things will happen in your life in Jesus' name. I know some of you are saying, hey, my background is pure, poor. I don't have anything. I don't know anything. That is not it. What happened is that you carry something that is capable of reproducing good things. Say to yourself, I carry Jesus in me. And because Jesus in me, I will reproduce good things. In the mighty name of Jesus, my life will not be empty of good things. Someone you are not saying it very well, Lou. Say, my life will not be empty of good things. What I'm telling you tonight, I'm serious about it. And if you believe it, new things will begin to happen in your life every day. New things. That is how new things happen. New things happen when God gives us his word. And beautiful things happen when we believe that Christ that is in us can give back to new things and beautiful things. Say, believing, amen. amen. John chapter 14 verse 16 says, I will give you the Holy Spirit that will abide in you. He said, when that Holy Spirit abides in you, I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. Holy Spirit of God is inside you and we abide with you forever. Say, I carry the Holy Spirit. He's with me all the time. So new things will happen to me. I will have greater testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. Because the Holy Spirit is in you, grace for new things will be given to you in Jesus' name. Are you following me very well? We are talking about grace for new beginning. What are those things that characterize grace for new beginning? Okay, before I go to that, let's go to again to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8 says, God is able to make every provision. God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That you always having all sufficiency in all things. Do you have amplified fashion? Joseph, do you have amplified fashion? He said, God is able to make all favor and not earthly blessing available to you so that you have every provision to do good work and charity donations. Amplified fashions is that God is able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no hate or support, furnish in abundance for every good work 
and charitable donations. God is able. You know, we have been talking about Ephesians chapter 3 verse 23 that God is able to do all things exceedingly. This one says God is able to make every favor, every blessing available to you in abundance so that you're able to do good work for yourself and be a giver to other people. God is able to do it. And God can do it. God is not only able to do all things exceedingly, abundantly. God can make favor available to you. God can bless you with every earthly blessing. Look at what he says. God can bless you. He's able to make all earthly blessing come to you in abundance. Earthly blessing. God can make it so real, so clean, so abundant that you live a life of self-sufficiency. You need no aid. You need no support. You have no reason to borrow any money. No reason. It can happen throughout the year that God is furnishing you with beautiful things. Good things for your family and you also have ability to give with joy. There are people that give money with joy. They don't feel it. They don't feel it. They are not giving so that, oh, God can just multiply. They are just happy. If God has blessed me, why can't I bless others? That is the reason why they give. Did you notice some people that were giving cars to all these actors these, these days? They will be donating. 10,000 has coming. 5,000 has coming. All of a sudden, somebody say, can the man use Camry? I'm telling you, Nigerians, oh, one man in Lagos gave Sienna. He gave Sienna. For you to give that car about the car he was selling. That means he has it. He has it. And that person called from Abuja and said, can the person stop the donation? Can the person take Camry, uh, so, 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 thing, big muscle? And he gave it. He didn't feel it. So it's not only in the church that people give. It's not only in the church. People give for what they love. And you know the, 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 the fortunate thing is that people that we are giving to, there are people that in drama industry, they were not doing good, good role. People that were doing ikupai or for all those things. Those are people that were giving to. They just appreciated them for their acting. Those people that gave those money, they had it. That's why they gave it. Somebody giving you a hundred thousand naira, it's not a big deal to him because he has hundred thousand in abundance. And he can give it to whoever he likes it. So it's not everybody that when they give, they squeeze their face, they strain their body, they drain their blood before they give it. No! No! That's what this scripture is saying. God is able to bless you with all earthly blessing. He said he's able to make all earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances... And whatever the need, be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support, and furnish in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. In that way, you want to help somebody, you just help him. And he said, don't worry, I've just helped you. And he doesn't feel it. God is able to make all provision comes to you. And I pray that all provision will come to you in Jesus' name. Okay, what are the things that I give back to to, to new beginning. I said number one, expectation. Expect that God can make things come your way. You know, 
when you lack expectation, my brother, you lack faith too. People that are constantly expecting good things, Bible expectation does not disappoint. When you are constantly expecting good things, good things will come your way. Acts chapter 3 verse 5. Peter said to a lame man, look at us. And the Bible said, the man fasting his eyes on them, expecting to receive something. When you come to church like this, God likes people that are expecting something. So you come with your note and a jotter. Maybe something God is going to say to you. When you are expectant, there will be certain revelation that will be given to you. Certain instruction that will be given to you. Certain word that will be given to you. Certain blessing that will be given to you. You must never go to church casually without expecting pleasant surprises. And anytime you come to church with expectation, the Bible says the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut short. Proverbs chapter what now? Proverbs chapter 23 verse 18. He said there shall be an end, but the expectation of the righteous, the righteous is always expecting good things. I expect to live long. I expect my children to do well. I expect them to pass. I expect God to answer my prayer. I expect healing from the Lord. I expect favor from the Lord. I expect God to be good to me. I expect good things. Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the thought that I think towards you, not of evil, to give you unexpected. There will be something inside you that you are expecting to give you unexpected end. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 14. Proverbs 24, verse 14. Also talk about expectation. Without expectation, there is no faith. The woman with the issue of blood said, if I touch the M of his garment, I'll be made. What was she doing? She was actually expecting healing. She has heard about Jesus. Okay, let's read one verse first. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be to your soul. If you have found the knowledge, there is a prospect and your hope will not be cut for will not be cut short. The other father say, and your expectation will not be cut short. Who do KJV? Your hope. So if you are living without hope, without expecting anything, you can't give back to anything. Have you ever seen a pregnant woman that is not expectant? In fact, they will tell you expectorate, expectant syrup. There will always be something that say because you are expecting. You can't tell me you are pregnant. And you will not be thinking about baby material. You can't tell me you are pregnant. You are not thinking about baby material. Anywhere you go, what you are going to be seeing is baby nappy, baby bed, baby cot. Everything that has to do with baby. When I give my baby, this is going to go. If you actually carry pregnant and you want to give birth to something, you will be expectant. Be expectant. You must be expectant. If you are not expectant, then you are not pregnant. If you are not pregnant, you cannot give back to new things. You must be what? Expectant. Because if you are not expectant, you cannot give back. You must constantly be expecting good things from the Lord. Good things from the Lord. Good things from the Lord. Because he has promised to do us good. And God will do you good. If God promised to do us good, he must answer our prayers. All this lack of hope, sitting without actually expecting anything, is because we don't believe there is a good God. If he's a good God, 
He should do us well. He should do us well. And he will do you well this year in Jesus' name. The number one thing that guarantees new beginning is constantly expecting good things. Constantly expecting good things. Constantly. And you should expect good things to come out of your effort. Good thing. That your labor will not be in vain. Say to the righteous, it shall be well with him. And he shall eat the fruit of his labor. You have been laboring. You are going to eat the fruit in Jesus' name. What causes good things to happen is that you are constantly... In fact, I said you should be surprised when bad things happen. You should be surprised. Where is he coming from? Because all your thoughts, they are towards good things, not evil. All your thoughts. In the morning, I'm thinking good. Faithful will show up. Faithful will show up. Faithful. I don't know how faithful will show up. But faithful will show up. Beyond my expectation, faithful will show up. Answer prayer will come. Your mind must be on the fact that God is going to help you. I, I told you a story about the man of God that is fecal. It was about having a serious accident. The fecal lost control. and was going to a ditch or a river. I can't remember. I put it where in his testimony. What was that? Blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. Hey, no, no. One blood of Jesus is enough because that stone in front will stop the car. That stone in front. He was constantly expecting that God must show up. And something must, as he said it, the fecal hook, the stone, the stone hook, the fecal, and the fecal stops. I said it. God must be somewhere around here. If your fecal stop in a jungle, look around. Before this fecal stop, God must have organized somebody around here to help me. Because he's called God a present help in time of trouble. I pray for you, you will not be disappointed. Your hope will not be cut short. Your expectation will be fulfilled. The Lord will perfect all that concerns you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Number one thing that guarantee giving birth is expectation. You are expecting. You are expecting. You are expecting. And your expectation will not be cut short in Jesus name. Number two thing that gives you the anointing to give birth to a new beginning is training. Proverbs 22 verse 6 says, Train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart. In other words, he's going to produce according to the training you have given to him. That is teaching ministry is number one ministry in the church. Because it is what you teach that will reproduce. Teaching ministry. Teaching ministry. That is why when somebody misbehaves in those days, they say, Omatani, whose child is this person? Which child is this person? I say, ah, one day call, I call Bani. And if somebody says, I call, ah, I'm not even calling me. That is, they expect some things when you are well brought up. There is a way you behave. Our parents will tell us, remember whose child you are. What they are just saying is that, remember the training that you have received. There are some things you cannot do because of the training. You can't depart from what you know. Look, look, let me tell you the truth. I pastor a redeemed Christian church of God for 13 years. Pastor, not member, that they, they asked me to pastor a church. And the traces of those training is still in me. It, it will be in you, consciously or unconsciously. If you see somebody that has been trained by winners, the training will be, it might be another thing, will be in him. There is nothing you tell my wife. She always feels uncomfortable not wearing scarf. It's not because it's more holier than somebody that opened the head. 
It's just because the thing, the training is inside you. There is something that can't depart from you once it's implanted into you. It will be there. That's what will determine what you give back to. You can't give back to what you have not been trained to do. Okay. Uh, David wanted to kill Goliath. Saul said, put on my armor and go and fight him. He said, I have not been trained to wear I'm not used to it. I'm not being trained to wear this to fight. And God has trained him in the jungle with a stone and a rubber to fight lion, to fight bear. It was what he had been trained to fight that he used to fight Goliath. God will not take you beyond your level of training. It's inside you. It's a seed. Every training you have received in time past is a seed. Maybe they tell you, where is another lay person? Carry the person's bag. Greet the person well. Always be respectful. Greet everybody with well. They treat everybody very well. They are saying all those things to you. Naturally, you behave it. Even when you are in church, everybody is eh, 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 carosa, eh, carosa. It doesn't matter. That's the way they train me. I've been trained to be respectful. And before you know it, because that is the way you have been trained, you will give back to certain character and attraction that will bring blessing to you. And if you have not been trained that way, you will also be giving back to that character that will make people to either move away from you or move closer to you. It is the training that determines what you give back to. Look at it again. Exodus chapter 2 verse 9. The daughter of Pharaoh said to the mother of, of Moses, Train this child and I will give you your wages. Train this child, not take this child away and nurse it for me and I will give you the wages. And the woman took the child and the mother of Moses trained the child very well. And the Bible says when it comes to a time for Moses to choose between Egyptians and Israelites, he chose to suffer the affliction with the people of God. It was the training. The mother did a good job and she was well paid. She was well paid. Most mothers are suffering today. They are suffering for lack of taking care of their own personal responsibility when these children were growing up. If you train them very well, they will become well. They will become great and they will take care of you. If you don't do it, uh, then you will not be seeing any new things in them. They will also produce according to that kind of things. So train, training is number two things that give back to new things. Wherever you want new things to happen, there must be training. Nothing just happen. You want your children to be good. You want them to be better. You give them better training. It is the training that determines what you give back to. Training is important. Isaiah chapter 2 verse 2 to 3. He said, in the last day, it shall come to out to pass that the house of the Lord shall be exalted above all is and nations shall flow to it and many people shall come to Zion and say come teach us his ways teach us his ways so that we can walk in his path train us in the way of the Lord teach us his ways teach us his ways not activity teaching is what determine what people produce in fact, in the body of Christ today, there are some people that have been trained very well. You hardly do much of labor. They are just trained well. They are trained well about how the church should be, how organized church should be, what is given, what is there. They just come into the church and they flow into that role. 
and there are some that have not been trained at all. They have not been trained. Nobody has ever taught them about service, about giving, about respect. In fact, where they come is a jungle. So, they need to be taught and schooled. This is what happens when you are in a congregation like this. This is what you do. It is the training that determines the kind of thing that you give back to. They say, train a woman. You are training a whole nation. Because the woman gives birth and also sits with the child most of the time. And you discover every child that likes his mother eventually turns out to be a good child. That, that's the truth. See all mothers' child now. You will see them because the mother is constantly teaching something that is making them better. I was very close to my mother. My mother would tell me when I was young, 17, 18, 19, if anybody lacks wisdom, let him ask from God. If anybody lacks, she never talked to me that wisdom is important, but she keeps saying, if anybody lacks wisdom, let him ask. You must pray for wisdom. This is the training. And I've seen mother also that we say anything you want to do, just do it. Anything you want to do, do. And the mother will make a choice that will give them pain. Give them pain. So training is important. Isaiah chapter 48, verse 17. Thus says the Lord, I'm the Lord your God, the only one of Israel. I'm the Lord that teacheth thee. I'm the Lord your God who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. God is interested in training and teaching. Because you know without teaching, you will not be there. There are some people that are doing wrong things unknowingly. I don't know. I don't know. Do you know some people, when they are going to the house to look for their friend, some people will be outside. They won't greet them. They will just put their phone. Whistling. When they now get to the room, they now say, ah, they will come back outside and say, hey Joe, I'm looking for... And they say, your eyes, they pay you before, or you know, see when you are entering. They say, me, my people, Danny. They might be no side, John Bulua, one, Padawa, Lobby Lequin. That's what they will say, because you have not been trained. And you know that some people, even when an elderly man is climbing the stair, and they see an elderly man, they will wait until the elderly man come down first before they go. They are just taught that way. When they see another man opening the car and they're in the school, they want to help the person carry the bag. That's the way they have been trained. So I've been trained to be lazy. So I've been trained to be vagabond. So I've been trained basic things of life, hard work. You need to work hard. You don't know some people, they have been trained also to buy work resorts. They say, don't worry, you might pass. You might pass. Only a time answer. No appearance. You will pass. That's the way they are trained. And they think that is life. And there are some people, they have been trained. That if you want to succeed, you must put your head into your book and read and pass. Don't cheat. They never hear the word cheating from their parents. So, they've made up their mind. And there are some people that are Christian, no? Even members of this church, they were members of the school. That in the examination hall, they were catching them, cheating. People that give themselves title of a pastor. I say, ah, but because you say a pastor, you are doing money crime. say, ah, say, you're wrong, you come on, cheating, they don't even know. Just, don't know some people like that. They don't see anything bad in evil. Because nobody ever taught them that what they were doing was wrong. So that's why we need teaching. Adequate teaching. 
adequate teaching. Paul says, has anybody taught you the Holy Ghost baptism where you believe? He said, nobody taught us. And because nobody taught us, we did not do it. We don't even know how to receive the Holy Ghost. Some people, nobody has ever taught them that good is good, bad is bad. Nobody ever taught them. In fact, they glory in evil because nobody taught them. What should be their shame is their glory. Because nobody has ever called them and said, do you know what you are doing is wrong? This is what is right. Teaching and training. That's why we must not be shy. In fact, the Bible says the older woman should teach younger women. Teaching is a major work in the church. You have because we are not all coming from the same background. So we have to teach and reteach what the word of God says. Teaching is what gives back to new things. If nobody is teaching you, new things will not happen. You will think what you have been doing is what is right. And the body needs teachers of the word that we teach. This is the principle of the word. In fact, the Bible says the elders that labor in the world should be worthy of double honor. Especially those who teach the word and in doctrine. God knows the importance of teaching. So, and say, well, Bonnie, Pastor said it. Pastor said it. Years back, so many years ago, at uh, which church is this? Higher Grand. I was pastor in Higher Grand then. I was teaching. Teaching like this, day and night. I was teaching. And one of my members then was caught in teaching of spiritual, duplicating teller. So you just write the teller in the office. They will pay the money in their pocket. Money will not enter. Yeah. She was caught. She was taken to Elisa prison with her husband. Her husband was a medical doctor. Maybe some of you heard the story that time. And people started saying, oh, pastor was always teaching this thing. No. Pastor was always teaching this thing. Pastor should be teaching. So that anyone that refused to hear, they will say, oh, this person refused to hear. Ah, pastor was always teaching this thing. People came out of there and said, pastor was always... There was a time I entered the church and I said, the Lord spoke to me last night. There's somebody that is doing something that is bad. The person will be caught, disgraced, and she will lose a substantial part of the blessing she followed. That if you are the person, come out and see me at the end of the service. God show me somebody who is doing something that is bad. He has won you secretly several times. You refuse. If you refuse to obey my word today, this will be a last warning. God asked me to tell you, you will be caught, you will be disgraced, and you will lose a substantial part of the blessing you have had. When I finished that preaching, a woman came up to me and said, I must be the person. Not the woman that was caught. I said, what happened? He said, I'm an INEC official. I do what is wrong. I collect money. In those days, I'm not talking about APC and PDP now. It's a long time. So that you don't say we know. So she, she confessed to me in the office. And I said, stop it. What can you do? Deliberately. Make sure they don't post you. She mentioned the place. Just in the office. They give you anything. They don't give you. I said, because God told me. You will be caught. <laughs> you'll be disgraced and you lose a substantial part of your blessing. And she knelt down in my office and I prayed for her. When that woman was caught, people remember that I said it. They remember. Teaching. And all those things take place through teaching. Correction can only take place through teaching. 
The Bible says anyone that is teachable will be blessed. Be blessed. When you are teachable, God can correct every anomaly through one teaching. One teaching is enough. God will just correct it. And before you know it, you are okay. Teachable. You must have a teachable spirit. Because it is by training that you give birth to new things. By training. God, is con- God can wake you up in the night and teach you. He will teach you holiness made simple. He will teach you how to pray. He will teach you how to fast. He will teach you things. The Bible says the Holy Spirit, when he comes, he will teach you all things. He will be t- directing you. This is what I want you to do. This is what I don't want you to do. This is how you should do it. That- when you are listening to his teaching, you will give back to new things. Holy Spirit is available to teach you. So you ask him, Holy Spirit, is there anything that I need to learn in this issue that I'm not learning? Teach me. And he will teach you and you learn something new. He's constantly teaching. He's constantly teaching. When anything happens, what I do is I go back to the Bible and listen. God, what are you saying here? And he will teach him. He said, relax. I'm the Lord that teaches thee to profit. Who teaches you to profit? Who lead you by the way to go? Training is what gives back to new things. What you have not been trained for, you cannot give back to it. You can't say, I know I can maintain a car. When you have not been trained as a mechanic. You can't do it. It is what you have been trained for. If you want new things in your life, you'll be trained for it. You'll be trained for it. Is there any way you have attended the training? God must have trained you for something before you become that thing. A lot of people are, they are, they are removing training from the body of Christ today. They just think everything is by prayer and by anointing. And there are some training that we still need. You, have you ever seen somebody driving a car by the anointing of the Holy Ghost? They say, have you learned how to drive? They say, Holy Spirit will help me. They say, I've been imparted. I can do all things through Christ without training. And you give you a car. You kill yourself now. Nobody will enter the car with you. Because there are certain issues in your life that can only give birth by training. Somebody have trained you on how to do that kind of a thing. And there are lot and lot of things you need training on. You need training so that God will teach you. You want, you want to give birth to new thing. Seek necessary training. Is there any training? And you know, the list of what I'm talking about tonight is endless. Even cooking. Even cooking. Even cooking. You need training. That the boy said one time, he told the family, I'll come to your house and eat. I said, oh, you are coming. So they made all the dishes. And when he wanted to eat, he said, mm, let us pray. After I finished eating, taking two spoons, he said, I'm not eating again. This is what happened. Daddy, are you fasting? I'm not fasting. He said, my daughter, can I see you? Is this the way you're cooking for your husband? The meat is too hard. Go and get a better pot. He said, ah, I thought I could complain. He said, we not complain now. But when he hit another meat outside, he will complain. We need to do this and that. He said, the woman was shocked. He was shocked. And the woman now adjusted and there are a lot of adjustments for us to make. Because the word of God is like a mirror. When we look at it, it will reveal to us who we are. And there can be a little adjustment here, a little adjustment there. Every day we look at the mirror, we are getting better on a better basis. And we are giving back to new things all the time. A lot of things to learn. 
to give back to new things. A lot of things to learn. Number two ways to give back to new things is through training. Number three way to give back to new things is through peace. By all means, you must be at peace with yourself, at peace with your family, at peace with your environment. Let nothing take away your peace. Philippians chapter 4 verse 7. He said, the peace that passes all understanding is what give back to things. Philippians chapter 4 verse 7. Put it there. The peace and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guide your heart and minds through Christ. Without peace, you can't give back to anything. And you can't use all your lifetime to battle. You need to sleep and rest and have peace. In fact, there are so many people, they don't have peace all their lifetime. How will you give back to a new thing if you don't have peace? You fight here. You fight there. You fight here. You Everywhere is battle. Have you seen anybody that fight battle that live long? One of the guarantors for peace and for, for long life and bring forth new things is the peace of mind. Your heart is relaxed. You are not waging so many battles. That's why you can do things easily. It is the peace that guarantees new things. Peace. When you are at peace, Isaiah 26 verse 3, the Bible says God will keep you perfect peace. It's under the atmosphere of peace that you bring back to things. So, if there is any quarrel, you settle it with your wife. And there are some people that are important in your life. Your wife is important. Your children are important. Stop talking about what that person has done in that say, one month or two months. Make sure that the home is an atmosphere of peace, laughter, and joy. Because when you are happy, that you give back to peace. Matthew chapter 5, verse 9. Blessed at what? Peacemaker. Matthew chapter 5, verse 9. Put it there. Matthew, blessed are the peacemakers, not peace takers. For they shall be called sons of God. Be a peacemaker and not peace taker. Anywhere you are, let them know that peace has entered. Anything that will not lead to peace, remove it from your life. Remove it. Because when you are taking peace, you are also taking also your own peace without knowing. You get annoyed. In the process of making other people to get annoyed, you also get annoyed. You get annoyed. And when you get annoyed, you are losing a substantial thing. New thing that God wants to do. Make sure you are at peace. Ask yourself, does it really matter? Does it really matter? I told one of my staff this, this afternoon, I said, they like me, they don't like me, they talk about me, they don't talk about me, they support me, they don't support me, I don't care. He said, what? I said, yes, I don't care. Do you ever see me asking you? Sit down, let's say to it. I'm not interested. Because they weigh you down. They don't allow you to move forward. They don't allow you to move forward. I say, it's okay, go and meet the person. Sir, I want to report to somebody has done this thing. I say, bring him quickly, bring him quickly. I don't have time. I say, he said, did you say that? I didn't say it. Yeah, he said, did you say it? Oh, yeah? Both of you go out. He said, sir, the way you said this quarrel, I said, because I don't have time to say to quarrel. I don't have, if I begin to settle quarrel, I won't do any other work. I need peace to enjoy my life. And I don't want to think about your issue when I get to my bed. I want to sleep soundly. I want to sleep well. I say, stop bothering me with uh, this person. Uh, this. If there's somebody said he said something, bring him here. Settle it on time. 
Did you say it? I didn't say it. He didn't say it. Yeah, he didn't say it. Yeah, out. That's the way I have peace. That's the way I have peace. And I've maintained that peace for a long time. Oh, even in church. Somebody says something at your back. I said, do I call him? Ah, pastor, don't call him. Or somebody, they say, somebody say something. But I will not tell you the person. I will not mention the name. I say, do you want to tell me? I don't want to tell you. Okay, I've forgiven the person. If you mean the person, tell him that everything he has said, I've forgiven him. Let him go. I've forgiven the person. He said, eh? Hey, Febu, I said, no, I don't need to hear. She said, you don't want to tell me the name of the person. If you tell me the name of the person, I will call the person. But if you don't, just tell the person I've forgiven him. Because if you hear what people are saying, you will not have peace. You will have peace. The only way to have peace is to block your ear. And just be at peace with yourself. Just be at peace with yourself. Because Peace is what gives back to new things. Not rumors and war. The Bible says in the end time, there will be rumors of war. Not even war. There will be war and rumors of war. Peace is important. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 19. Uh, we read 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 33. And Romans chapter 15 verse 13. Peace is important. If you want to give back to new things this season, you must make sure you are at peace. Good afternoon, sir. Good evening, sir. How are you, sir? I'm well, sir. God is good, sir. God is. He said, ah, I won't hear any, any sorrowful time. Ni. May I don't get time for it. Proverbs 22 verse. So that your trust may be in the Lord. I've instructed you today, even you. That's not where I was going. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. Romans 15, 13. Romans 15, 13. Romans 15, 13. What does he say? Romans chapter 15, 13. Now the God of peace be with you all. Somebody say amen. amen. Say the God of peace will be with me in the name of Jesus. Do you know that peace should be your natural state of habitat? Peace should be your natural state. Peace should be what you have all the time. Because it is through peace that will be able to give back to new things. So in the house tonight, let there be peace. In your office tomorrow, let there be peace. With your children, let there be peace. Without peace, your heart will not be relaxed. And you will not be able to give back to new things. You cannot correct the entire world. You can't kill all the demons in the world. Leave some demon for your children to fight. Stop being a warrior over everything. You can't kill all the demons. The demons will always be there. You can't correct everybody. You can't correct everybody. You can never correct everybody. There are some people that will not be corrected. Leave them. Be at peace with yourself. Don't drink the poison that is meant for another person. Be relaxed and be peaceful with the God that you are serving. And enjoy the peace of the Lord so that God can do the new thing that he wants to do in your life. Maintain an atmosphere of peace with yourself, with your heart, with everything that you have around you. Rejoice in peace. And before you know what is happening, new things will begin to happen in your life. Be at peace. Let nothing trouble you. Let nothing whatsoever trouble your mind. Let nothing trouble you. Because the word that you see now is still in process. God has not perfected everything. And most people that you are seeing today, they are still in process. So, 
They are still clay in the hand of God. God is still making them. God is still making them. Still making. So be at peace. Be at peace. Relax and be at peace. And let God have his ways. Three things that guarantee new beginning is number one, you are expecting good things at all times. From the Lord, from yourself, from people around you, you are expecting good things. And the Bible says the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut short. Number three, you are going for training that will give back to new things. And training is everywhere now. New things are happening. All you have to do to link them up is to be trained to enjoy it. And you enjoy new things in Jesus' name. Number three is to create an atmosphere of peace around your home. Please. Stop the enjoy where they are. Just make sure you enjoy your life. Life is too short for you to fight all the battles and all the demons. Just make sure you are peace. In the night, be relaxed. In the morning, be relaxed. In the morning, peace should be your natural state. Peace of God will keep your mind true. The Lord fill your heart with all joy and all peace from every area. So you are peaceful. And as you are peaceful, this season, you will give back to new things in the name of Jesus. Let's stand on our feet, raise our hands to everyone, and say, Peace be still. Peace of the Lord be still. I will enjoy peace. I will enjoy peace. I will enjoy peace. I'll be a peacemaker. In the, the Buddha was a peacemaker. Peacemaker in the house of God. And with our help, they conquer Sisera with Barak. They conquer because he was a peacemaker. Peace is important for new things, for deliverance, for the Lord to perfect new things in our life. Peace. Peace everywhere. Peace with our roommates. Peace with our neighbor. Peace with everybody around us. Lord, I receive grace to live in peace with your husband, with your children, with the church, with the cell leader. Lord, I receive grace for peace in the mighty name of Jesus. Grace for peace at all times. In the name of, I will live in peace. I will enjoy peace. And I will give back to new things. How beautiful. How pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity and in peace. That is where the Lord commanded new beginning. That is where the Lord commanded his blessing. I will enjoy peace with my family. Peace with my, my wife. Peace with my children. Peace of God all around me. Peace in my journey. Peace in whatever I do. Peace, Lord. No disaster. No evil. The Lord gave Solomon peace and he was able to do new things. No more quarrel. No more fighting. No more shouting. His peace galore. Peace of the Lord be upon me. In the mighty name of Jesus. I will enjoy peace. Say peace be still. Peace be still. Peace in my body. In the name of Jesus. I will enjoy supernatural peace. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we have prayer. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, every training that I need to receive to give back to new things, Father, give it to me. In the name of Jesus, let's pray. There are training that are necessary that give back to new things. I don't know in that area, maybe what you are doing, Father, give it to me. Train me in the way of the Lord. Train me in something that give back to new things. You need training for you to express new beginning. Father, train me, Lord. Train me for that thing. Connect me with a trainer that will give back to new things in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, train me. I need training 
to give birth to new character, new things, new world. Lord, help me in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Open your eyes. You are here today because God can pervert his healing in your body. That's the essence of having the Holy Communion. Raise your hands to heaven. My expectation tonight will not be cut off. In the name of Jesus, as I take the Holy Communion, it shall be for my healing. As I touch this Holy Communion, my pain will disappear. As I touch this Holy Communion, good things will happen to me. I don't know your expectation, but focalize your expectation. I will be blessed above all my colleagues, above all my equals. As I take this Holy Communion tonight, I am blessed genuinely. My coming to church tonight will not be in vain. I've not come here to waste time. I've come to enjoy blessing. My expectation will not be cut short in the name of Jesus. I am here for business. I'm here to be blessed. I'm not here to waste time. I'm not here to watch tears. I'm not here to watch table. I'm here to take the cup of blessing. As I take the cup of blessing, I am blessed. I am loaded with expectation. I must receive something tonight. I've come here to be blessed. And I will be blessed. God has blessed me. I can never be caused. God has pronounced a blessing upon my life. I am blessed. Blessed forever. I am blessed. No generational causes. I am blessed. If you are blessed, say it. That is your expectation. As I take this holy communion, I will live long in the name of Jesus. With long life, it will satisfy me. I will live in good acts in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Please, minister, come. Oh, yeah, come and give the communion. As we are taking it, don't take it as ordinary. Just look at it with faith and with expectation. As you are taking the Holy Communion tonight, you are blessed. And you are blessed. Mm-hmm. And you can never be cursed in the name of Jesus. Yeah.